Union is for all worshipers hungry to move in more of the presence of God in their daily lives and communities. Hi, I'm Susie Urai. And I'm Molly Williams. Welcome to Worship Union Podcast, where we interview some of the most beloved worshipers on the planet. They're dear friends who are changing the world with their music and worshiping arts. Molly and I have had a blast traveling together for over 25 years, leading worship and coaching worshipers worldwide while cultivating relationships with these passionate Jesus lovers. Our goal is to mine the gold in the hearts of these friends and allow the vulnerability of their interviews to inspire and bring hope to you, our fabulous listeners, for a deeper worship union with Christ. To me, Sarah McMillan's life represents the beauty and flowering of true worship renaissance. She is wonderfully gifted in pottery, worship, gardening, songwriting, business, and I know for a fact many, many more things. She is a stay-at-home mother and wife dedicated to her husband, John Mark McMillan, and their three kids. She is smart and beautiful inside and out, and a dear friend of mine. Her song, King of My Heart, spread through the earth like wildfire, touching lives and regions she will never even know. She remains steadfast in the Lord and steadfast to her family, not caring about fame or fortune. She's an incredible inspiration to anyone who has the honor and pleasure to know her. Her sister Molly is one of my dearest friends and co-host. Meet Sarah McMillan. Oh, and check out our fabulous new song together streaming everywhere, Flame of Praise. This is Season 1 of Worship Union Podcast, Episode 5, Sarah McMillan, Part 1. Well, here we are with (laughs) two of my favorite people in the whole wide world. This is so awesome. Um, Worship Union Podcast, thank you for joining us. uh, I have someone very special we're going to interview today. Uh, this is my co-host, Molly. She'll be with me almost all the time, except sometimes overseas, as you know. And um, today we have Sarah McMillan, who has agreed to do her first podcast <laughs> with a little bit of hesitation. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, um, yeah. So we've been together a long time, all three of us, actually. Molly introduced me to Sarah. Shortly after I met her at their house in Georgia, where we went. <laughs> and the first time I saw Sarah, I was, I think I was outside by Molly's mom and dad's swimming pool. And I was excited because <laughs> she was like, you can't wait for you to meet my sister. And uh, yeah, she's uh, very special. I, I was listening to something on the way here about pressure. And it said the real meaning of pressure is like a gem mm-hmm. and, and the pressure makes you precious. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is, these are, these are these two women for me. And I've, we've been together long enough to see all of the pressure in our lives and making us precious. I'm including myself because I consider myself precious too, <laughs> but we're talking about Sarah and how, oh, I'm sorry. We say Sarah, we, we used to call her Sarah, but South her name, Georgia. South Georgia, but her name is Sarah and how precious she is to us and many other people. So we're just going to dive in and talk to Sarah about her life. And um, I just want to start with uh, what season this is in your life mm-hmm. and uh, what it tell us a little bit of what it's looking like right now. Well, first of all, that I don't think that was the first time we met. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to remember. I thought it was. I think that you come I, here. No, I was when you were moving from the little house and you brought me up there to help yeah. her move. Right. And that's where I met you. <laughs> to that little. Cabin where cabin. where Rick wrote the book. Yes. 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 
You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. And you were moving into the box house, and Molly, you oh my gosh, you were like 20, 20, because you were like 22 gosh. or 23. I was 23 and four. I yeah. think I was, yeah, 20, 21. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot happened in that time. <laughs> It's right. hard to remember. I wish I had <laughs> been more of a journaler now yes. because there's years. Yes. I'm like, did I do that in 2003 or yes. four? Or... I have no clue. Well, I do that too, and I journal every freaking yeah. thing in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never have. It's hard to remember. It is. Anyway, the season <laughs> I'm in right now, um, I'm mostly a stay-at-home mom, and um, which it's. I, I know that sounds whatever, but it keeps me very busy. <laughs> and, um, but then also I help John Mark with, you know, the business side of what he does. Um, that's what I got my degree in. And sometimes that helps me a little bit. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And, um, and then kind of a creative sounding board for him, I'd say. Um, <laughs> or every kind of sounding board. <laughs> every kind of sounding board. <laughs> Whatever it's needs to mark is a verbal process. A reluctant sounding board. Um, and um, I'm also a, what I would call a seasonal potter. Um, so, you know, I don't do it all the time, but there'll be just times that I'm in it, in the studio every day making stuff mm. and work all day. And, and actually I'm doing that right now. Um, summer's coming and it's hard for me to work when my kids are home. Right. So I'm just trying yeah. to cram it all in. And, um, I've also been, I've had some a couple of surgeries the past few months and had that made it hard to work. So now mm -hmm. I'm feeling more like myself and I can work again. And, and I, I think I'm happiest when I'm able to do that. And, um, and then what else? Oh, and, um, also spending a lot of time. My dad is, um, fighting cancer right now. So I spend a lot of time going back and forth to doctor's appointments and, you know, just making, taking care of him and yeah. making sure we're, we all know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Taking care of our wonderful yes. kids. Yeah. Yes. Who everybody She's loves. The, the doctor going. Yeah. 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 Sister. Uh, you know, someone, <laughs> doctor sister. someone needs to talk to all the doctors. So all the doctors are on the same page. So yeah. I, I want to do that. And so That's that really takes good. up yeah. a lot of time too. I mean, a lot, mm -hmm. a lot. I know a little bit about that. Yeah. With your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, <laughs> so lots, that's of, a, lots of little hats. It's a, <laughs> yeah. and it's a real, it's a, it's a, it's interesting because it's a, it's, it's a joyful, super joyful season as well as yeah. a super grieving and sadness yes. season in many different ways. So yeah. all the processing, all the feelings. I was listening to a thing about that on my way here. So I'm like thinking, wow, yeah, all of that once that would require some time to process. Yeah. So yeah. And do that. that. <laughs> yes. And that's and for me, that's pottery. That's, ah, yes, that's it's it. such okay. a, and I, you know, I can talk about that later, but yeah, it that's helps thing. me a lot, which makes I perfect sense. Inward process. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you both inward and I'm outward? I would say I'm a little more outward than her. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a big outward you processor can be both. either until I've already processed. And then I'm going to be like, here's what I think. Here's what yes. I've come to the John Marsh outward. From the I'm more like him. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're outward processors have a little regret. Mm -hmm. I wish I hadn't said that much. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we can well, we need a little of what each other has. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Everything that's in true. Life, basically. Exactly. Which it is. Mm-hmm. As it is. Okay, so let's talk about your family. Yeah. So all of you are amazing worshipers. I mean, even John could be. He just chose another path. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, he played bass. Yeah, um, yeah. Or yeah, that's our, right. Our oldest so brother. Yeah, John. John yeah. There's six of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I first met y'all, I would when in the beginning I went to your house one time and y'all were all worshiping. That changed my life. That I'll never, mm-hmm. I never forgot that. All the kids were worshiping. Dad, mom, and the cousins, everyone in the, in your living room. And um, I was just like, you know, amazed because that was the first. Anytime, like, because family, I didn't even know it at the time. Family is everything. I didn't have a clue about that. I did, didn't, I wasn't raised properly. And, um, I mean, it's not my parents' fault, but, and so that just, uh, that was a real, I think, pivotal point for me to, to, to witness yeah. that. I think I was in awe the whole time. I barely did anything. I think I was just like, <laughs> gosh. Mm. And Stephen George was <laughs> playing a little drum. And I think, Andrew was on the piano and oh my gosh, it was just a, and people were just, it was like a a really good church service with a family. Yeah. I don't remember it. (laughs) I I have a vague memory, but it's, you know, I mean, what's your memory? We didn't didn't grow up just like singing together all the time. No, we didn't. I think at that point y'all were doing that once a month or something. Maybe. Been. <laughs> I mean, no, this is like 20 something years right. ago yes. at this point, yeah. but we did grow up like every, every Sunday we would go to my grandma's and have lunch over there. And we grew up like I would play piano and all the cousins and stuff. Yeah, we would cousins. sing, not all of them, but like Aaron, Anna, Sarah, right. we would all kind of. Molly was bossy in her <laughs> singing. You're going to sing and you're going to sing harmony. Here's your part. Here's your Don't part. get off. <laughs> Still like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Haven't changed much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because it was, you know, that was what, that was our little it outlet. Was inter- it, was, <laughs> it was our entertainment. Right. They were, you know. <laughs> Growing up in the It 80s, was a big family. Not a whole lot to, to do. No iPads. So oh, did. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Many, many a lot of self has changed. Yeah. So what, I mean, if you can remember, I mean, how did y'all all get started in this type of, you know, in the that's how we met was through this kind of worship. Through, yeah. In this kind of worship, we're saying we're we're talking about the Holy Spirit flow worship and good songs in between and whatnot, or actually good songs and in between that Holy Spirit following the Holy Spirit. That's what brought us together. So how did how did your family? I would put it <clears throat> back to our daddy, mm-hmm. um, because he he just he is a passionate person. He. He has a special passion for God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that shows up in music, but just in general, he just had a, just a passion for the Lord and that influenced us. He had, he loves Jesus. He yes. always yeah. loved worship, even when we were yeah. little, and little. And he can sing. Yes. We grew up listening to Keith Green, <laughs> yes. and Second right. Chapter of Acts, okay. and a, a lot of Larnell Harris, all these yeah. people that my dad loved. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, has just stuck. Yeah. And he inc- so loved, he loved that about us. He uh-huh. loved, I, I remember him loving when we would sing and he loved, I grew up, like if I felt the presence of the Lord, I would start dancing. I mean, this is when I was little, little, like seven or eight. Oh, okay. And he loved that. He loved that. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
you know, at, it was That's, formational yeah, for yeah, us. Totally. And, and, then, and then they took us places that, like, you know, back in those days, it was like nine or, you know, 90s mm-hmm. by that time, you know, and revival was mm-hmm. in different places. Renewal like, was renew, happening renew, everywhere. Renewal, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And, you know, they would drive us places and, yeah. you know, all Just that. Just Brownsville. Was, and- yeah, Brownsville. And, it was formational yeah. um for for us yeah. um and so, then morning when Morningstar was happening yes, they right. brought us to yeah. they went to it was Jacksonville I think yeah yes, and both we of going my to parents were very my mom was very influenced they were both very influenced by what was going on at Morningstar and brought us and to conferences that just and, being able to be yourself yeah. and express yourself and um yeah wow actually really start singing until I moved to Morningstar, you know, what still I, until I moved to Charlotte and got involved and you guys mm-hmm. forced me. <laughs> she forced you. Um, well, no, I probably did too. After yeah, I heard yeah, you. Yeah, you did. After I heard you. Um, yeah. And then I started, You were dancing and that's. Yes. You know, I was I dancing. I started singing a little bit with, um, J- like James Duke. He, you know, we would play at the, Little like in the school, the school mornings yeah. oh. in the school, and he would, you know, I could barely play, and he would play for me, and yep. and that's where I kind of like got my, you know, did mm-hmm. got my sea legs, yes, yes, like figured Singing out legs. that I could, you know, so yeah, yeah, but we all, you know, there we're there's six of us, we've all had our own path and, yeah. and journey in it, in it, and some are like skilled and trained and. Some are not, and some are doing it for a living. And some are not. Some are not. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, yeah, I remember too when you first came. You weren't really singing, but you were dancing. Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw you dance. It was well, Molly. It was again. It was always saying, "You wait till you see her dance." It's it's not like it's not even like this is going to sound not building up, but it wasn't like it was. Totally professional, but it, it wasn't. But it was you were. It we was did, you did you take, did take ballet, ballet, ballet and it was beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. it was just something really again yeah. precious. Yeah, it was very special, and I just and many other people that were there. I remember that those early days. Every time you danced, we would cry. So yeah. I think we were just seeing. You know, I feel like we were just seeing the the holy the holy spirit on you, and and we it was connecting. And I think that's really special. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of people like that that dance. I think it was, we were seeing what she was feeling on the inside coming out of her and people aren't that vulnerable. Right. You know, and so when you actually see it, it, you know, melts you if you have. That vulnerability is what true worship really is though. And that's why we were, we, it would touch us because we, that's the meaning of worship and spirit and truth. Truth means vulnerability. Yeah. And. I mean, I didn't know at the time. Just now, I mean, uh, now I understand what I was seeing. But at the time, we were just crying, and it was like, and we were, and you were, you were never like, and you're still this way. <laughs> one to promote yourself or go, oh, I'm going to dance or any. You're always hidden, kind of a mystery. And so we didn't want to push you, but we did. So we yeah. tried to be careful. But when we were like, oh, I wish you would just 
dance, you know. Yeah. And that's the truth. I'm not exaggerating. No, but you were very, <laughs> you were, I like the fact that you didn't have to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and thinking back on it, that, that changes me even now. You don't have to be seen. You don't have to be heard. You can, you can just be yourself. And I mean, sometimes you say stuff that's derogatory towards who you really are, which isn't true. Not totally, yeah. but, yeah. but you, but I really admire that, that part of you that remains hidden and that remains like. I'm I'm okay with who I am now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's Thank it's you. really good. So um I think back then like I didn't want to I didn't want to be in front of people, but I knew God loved it. And I even now with now I don't dance, but I sing and it's really the same feeling like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like even though I don't like necessarily it's not my like temperament or personality to be like, um, you know, on stage. Yeah. But I, when I'm there, I feel myself. I feel like my true self. It's like, I feel so connected to the Lord. And I always tell people like, wear your heart on your sleeve. Like that's what worship is. Like, don't, why would you hold back? Just, Try to be like a child and wear your heart on your sleeve. And if you feel something like you should let it go, you know, and anyway, I feel like my true self when I, I felt like my true self when I was dancing, I feel like my true self when I'm worshiping. And for some reason, when I'm in it, I can just forget everybody else. And I know that's hard. I know that's a little very hard for people, but I think because I did it when I was younger and I felt that feeling that felt so good to me to not care what people thought and felt the Lord's pleasure. (laughs) It's like chariots of fire. I always think about, you know, when he ran, he felt the Lord's pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. And when when I danced, I felt the Lord's pleasure. And when now when I sing, I feel the Lord's Mm. pleasure. (laughs) And then I just really could give you know what? <laughs> a rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, on it and two, like that, not to go too deep into it, but that is what your job is really mm-hmm. as a worship leader, you are supposed, you are giving people permission and you are making space for mm-hmm. people to do that for themselves. Otherwise, what is it? Like, what is the point? You You can go as deep as you want because this is why I'm doing this podcast. Yes. I mean, exactly this reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't have anything really that great to give except that. Yes. I agree. I feel the same way. Exactly. And you gave us permission to do that. Yes. And And that's that's what connected us though is I didn't just get, I gave you permission, but you were ready. Yeah. You were like, yes, this is where we want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it was easy. And yes, then the connection was fast. You showed us that it was okay. And we. Yeah. We took said, it right with it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and all your siblings did too. Yeah. And some cousins. Yeah. All of you ran yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And some of us still are. Yeah. Running with it. Wow. Yeah. That's I think so when you encouraging. know that and you feel that, you know, it's. It's easy. It's just easier. It's easier. And you're just, you know, that's where you want to get to. And I'm mad if, if that's not what I'm feeling. You yeah, know, me too. 
So. Aggravated. Yeah, like, aggravated. Mm-hmm. So like, I think we should just stay here because this is what I really want. This is why I'm doing it. So basically you're saying what true worship is to you. Yeah. Okay. And um, that we want to just talk about that for a minute. It, and we're not judging worship. All of the people, all of the music that's come out of America, I mean, in the last, I don't know, 20 years, we know most of those people and they're fabulous and yes. we're friends and we've walked together through a lot of things. But we really are, we're ready to talk again about the vulnerability of true worship and what it really means as a worship leader and not even to judge people that got famous. They didn't purposely get famous, but this phrase of um, celebrity worship, I think that's kind of rude, but um, we want to get back to, (laughs) it is kind of rude because these are our friends is why, and we know them. You know, they love the Lord and true worship is important to them too. But we, we may have, we want to get back to it and go to a, even a, what, a a deeper place? Like, what do you think? I mean, I think it takes all things for all people, you know? So it's like what my, my thing maybe is not for everyone, you know, and we all have different personalities and we all bring different gifts and, um, but for me, I know that this is what I have to give. This right. is my piece to the little puzzle, worship puzzle. And it is yeah. my vulnerability. I know that's my strength. And yeah, um, yeah, I get it. And everybody, I'm not downing anybody else. And, you know, if that's not their, what, how they want to do it, but I think we can all like, in our own ways, grow and grow in that, yeah. grow. And I mean, I know I can. And yeah, me too. That's um, well said. Because I was going to say, also, I agree, industry, but I think everyone should do it. I think the industry also, and I hate that. It, I mean, it, it is an industry, and the business and the industry pushes that perfection, perfection, yeah, and that's it, true because they want everyone to feel safe, and they, you know, and it, vulnerability is not safe. And so it gets pushed down and I, I get it. Gosh, I've been in those places where it's like, this is not, this is, (laughs) they don't want my true self. They want me too for 20 minutes. I mean, Molly too. Yeah. You know, so anyway, I, and to honor that is actually humility. Yes. So, you you know, you got to meet people where they are. Yeah. I've been doing it for a long time. And I think of that a lot now. I'm going to honor this system. Even if you want to call it a system, the system's got us where we are. Why do we have to name everything? And like you said, make, bring it down. This is who we are. We've gotten here from all of this. I just do really believe in vulnerable worship and I believe we can all have it. But like you said, what, how well, much vulnerability you, you have to have. It. You yeah. also have to have integrity of the what you're bringing. While I'm doing it, I'm thinking, I'm, I've, well, because of all these years, too, I've learned, well, that might be too much. And I can actually rein in and just bring the part that I know people can connect to. Yeah. I think that's important. Even vulnerability can be managed a little. Yes. Yeah. But worship is so different. I mean, speaking is one thing, but worship in spirit and truth, it really changes people. It really helps them see, hey, or I can do this, or hey, I'm in touch with something now. And what I'm learning now is to even stop and say, maybe you're, maybe you're connecting with Jesus for the first time. Let's sit for a minute right here. You know what I mean? Just really honoring what's happening in the moment because of what I do. It's going to be a little more 
of course, the only places I go, they're going to want that. So just learning, but I, everything you said is, is so right and so real because everyone is so different and you should, I feel like we should honor everywhere we go, honor whatever they are, um, in the process of doing in their fellowships or gatherings or whatever. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to Worship Union Podcast. We hope sharing our hearts brought more passion into your hearts for true worship and healthy worship lifestyle. If you're interested in finding out more about Worship Union, check out our website in the show notes where you can meet the team and customize your coaching. Until next time, live on fire. Thank you.